This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. We have... uh... We have been so blessed to be able to uh, to see who the the real patriots are, the the people who actually believe in something, that are not in it for the glory, they're not in it for the money, they're 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 in it for the principles. Period. One of the best writers, one of the uh, 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 best voices, I think, in today's um, uh, world of conservatives, is Ben Shapiro. He joins us now. Hello, Ben. How are you? Hey, Glenn. Hanging in there. How are you? I'm very good. So um, can you explain that? How, how is the media uh, calling one uh, a, a bigot racist and then expecting to be able to make a list of Muslims that they don't think should have a gun and they don't notice that that's really kind of the same thing? <laughs> Well, if we asked for consistency from the left, then we'd be we'd be at it for quite a while. I mean, it, of course, this is idiotic. The idea that you can remove somebody's Second Amendment rights without due process of law just by putting them on a list, and of course, the vast majority of people on any terror watch list are going to be Muslim. That means you are making a list of Muslims and taking away their rights without due process of law. When Donald Trump said that he wanted to bar Muslim immigration and was misinterpreted as saying that he wanted to deport all the Muslims in the United States or make a list of all the Muslims in the United States, This is the end of the world. How dare Donald Trump talk about making a list of Muslims? They actually want to do it, and they want to pass a law that will do it, and they want to take their rights away without due process. My my favorite thing about about the leftist version of due process of law, the constitutional provision of the Fifth Amendment, my my favorite thing about this is that the left says that due process of law means that the Constitution mandates that we allow women to kill their babies, but it it doesn't prevent the government from coming in and taking your guns without any evidence whatsoever. Mm. You know, it's really amazing. Do you have the uh, Joe Manchin uh, stuff that we played on yesterday's program about due process? He just said, I don't know if you heard this, Ben. He just came out and said uh, that our biggest problem in America is this. The problem we have, and, and really the, the firewall that we have right now, is due process. Yeah. It's all due process. So we can all say, yeah, we want the same thing, but how do we get there? If a person is on a terrorist watch list, like the gentleman, uh, the, the, the shooter in Orlando, he was twice by the uh, FBI. We were... We were uh, briefed yesterday about what happened but that man was brought in twice they did everything they could the fbi did everything they were supposed to do but there was no way for them to keep him on the next list or keep him off the gun buy list there was no way to do that so can't we say that if a person's under suspicion they should be a five-year period of time that we have to see if good behavior if this person continues the same traits maybe we can come to that type of an agreement this is due process is what's killing us right now due process is what's killing us (laughs) And let's have a five-year period where you have to prove to the government that you can have your constitutional rights. And so even if they put you on there by mistake and then remove you from the terrorist watch list, as they've done with people up to and including Senator Ted Kennedy, then presumably for the next five years, you can't buy a gun. I think at this point, it, it would save time for us to go through the Bill of Rights and figure out which ones the left actually wants to keep. Because it's taking too long for us to go through which ones they want to discard because they don't like the First Amendment. They, they, they obviously they, they want to prosecute. Here in California, they tried to pass a bill 
prosecuting people for, for backing climate change denial. If you're a so-called climate yeah. change denier, they wanted to prosecute you. They don't like the First Amendment freedom of religion. They want to prosecute bakers who refuse to cater to gay weddings and nuns who refuse to provide contraceptive coverage. They don't like the Second Amendment, obviously. They want to do away with that sucker. They don't like the Fourth Amendment, the search and seizure provisions, because they feel like you shouldn't have to have any reasonable any, any reasonable limits to search and seizure if they feel like, like searching and seizing. In the Fifth Amendment due process provisions, they don't like it all. They don't like the Tenth Amendment that reserves rights to the state. I mean, so far, the only one that I, I think they really do like is quartering of troops. They're not big on the quartering of troops, but I assume that so long as the troops are, are, are not transgender and they're not trying to quarter in your bathroom. <laughs> uh, but may I say, that even is a fallacy because I think the quartering of the troops in your home in some ways is akin to the NSA being able just to eavesdrop and, and, and really live in your world. They're living in your yeah, virtual well, I mean, world. There's no question that what they want from the NSA is a violation of the Fourth Amendment, but it, it, it's amazing. For, for, it really does demonstrate that for the left, the Constitution is an obstacle to ultimate power. And this is why it's very frustrating. You know, to, you know, Glenn, I know that you've been very outspoken against Donald Trump. I'm obviously also on the same side of that argument. It's one of the reasons why I object to so many conservatives falling in line behind Donald Trump's sort of ad hoc totalitarian view of what government ought to do because he just doesn't know what the Constitution is. People suggesting, okay, well, we just need somebody who's strong who's going to get stuff done. But it, the Constitution is what protects our rights. And, and, you know, right now you may like what Donald Trump is doing, but the, the, you, you, you knock down all of the provisions of the Constitution because you're loyal to somebody, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, that's not going to end well for you. Well, I tell you, Ben, what, and I think this has been one of the more scary weeks I have seen in the Republican. I don't know if most people feel this way. But to hear the Republicans start to talk about how they want an act of war against um, Islamic extremism, have the White House compromise and say, well, that might not be a bad idea, but we want it against all violent extremism, not Islamic extremism, so broaden it up. To hear then conservatives, both on the Hill and the media, Bill O'Reilly was talking about this act of war, and, and comparing it, And saying, look, you know, we need more latitude. We need to limit the scope of the first, fourth, and fifth amendments. Because then we'd be able to hold people indefinitely because we're in war. And we would be able to take this burden away from our police and give it to the military inside the United States. And many Republicans are cheering. This is terrifying. I mean, it's frightening. It's frightening. You and I are old enough to remember a time not very long ago when the left was very much opposed to the Patriot Act because they felt that it violated our rights and we wouldn't want to sell it. We wouldn't want to sell our our secure our, our liberty down the river in favor of security. And now it seems like everybody is just consolidating around. Let's do something. Let's come together around something. And so the something that are coming together around, unfortunately, tends to be a growth of government power at the same exact time, by the way, is they're refusing the, the measures that would actually prevent acts of, acts of terrorism like this. I mean, there, there's a report yesterday that the gun shop, that, that, that this guy approached, this Orlando terrorist, he approached the gun shop to buy body armor, and this is four to five weeks before the terrorist attack. And he was speaking, they said, with a strong foreign accent, and they called the FBI, and the FBI did nothing about it. You, you go back to that Mansion clip, and Mansion is clearly saying there, the FBI couldn't have done more here. Well, we know that Disney World tried to report this, this guy to the FBI, and the FBI didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. We know that, that this gun shop tried to report this guy to the FBI, and the FBI didn't do anything. So instead of saying the FBI might want to be more confident, and then they could actually bring charges against somebody for attempted terrorism, instead of doing that, they say, well, the FBI has to have ultimate power and no evidence. 
So instead of saying they should have limited power and good evidence, it's they should have ultimate power and no evidence. And we're supposed to trust the government based on this. My favorite argument about this whole thing is basically the left argument. We say, look, one of the reasons behind the Second Amendment, and it's clear in the writings of the founders, one of the rationales for the Second Amendment, uh, as I've said over and over, is to resist government tyranny. It just is. And the, and, and the left insists that there's no such thing as government tyranny. So you're all crazy. There's no such thing as government tyranny. Now hand over all your guns. <laughs> it's the most self-defeating well, but, argument ever. But you know what? Not, not only that, because sometimes you just don't see your own, um, your, your own flaws. But they will say, and I kind of feel the same way, that Donald Trump could be a fascist. Donald Trump could be a dictator. Donald Trump could be dangerous. Now hand, all over, uh, hand over your guns. <laughs> they don't believe in government tyranny, but he's a fascist. Uh, right, so the, police are, the police are all racist shooting innocent black people, but the only people in American society who shoot guns are the racists who are shooting all the innocent black people. <laughs> you know, all of this is nonsensical. Is it because, Ben, they don't actually believe any of this stuff? I mean, they're so hypocritical on these issues. Is it just that they're taking advantage of a tragedy, trying to gain control, and moving their agenda forward? But it's not really about whether they believe these things or not. It's just power grabs. Uh, I, I think there's part of that, but I think there's something deeper here. I think that, that when it comes to the American left particularly, there's two wings here. There's, there's Trump, and then there's the American left when it comes to the gun grab. And Trump obviously has now come out publicly and tried to track the NRA, which, which endorsed him five seconds ago. Uh, in what has to look like not the world's brightest decision. But the, but if you look at the left, I think that what drives the left here is is the left is very much focused on the idea that what really drives human beings to do things is economic inequality. That what what, what drives human beings to this is, I mean, this is basic Marx. That, that what drives people to do things is their need for security in terms of housing and food and clothing. And then once you give people all of their basic needs, all of their ideological differences sort of recede into the background that religion is the opium of the masses. And so when, when Islamic terrorists kill people, they think they're doing it because they're, because they're Muslim. But they're not really doing it because they're Muslim. They're really doing it because they're poor. And so for the left, they can't acknowledge that ideology is the driving factor in most of human relations, that, that how we perceive the universe, how we perceive the world actually matters, because that would, that would get rid of their solution. Their solution is ignore the ideology, focus on the material circumstance, give ISIS jobs, and then everything's all better. And so what they do is they just ignore the ideology completely, and they say, okay, well, if we're ignoring the ideology, that means that the people who are shooting people, there's only two reasons people would shoot people. One is the gun made them do it, right? It's the instrument that made them do it. If it's not poverty, it's either the gun made them do it, the gun is inherently evil, or they're mentally ill. But it can't be the ideology because we reject ideology as a driving factor in human motivation. And so they're rejecting radical Islam as a possible motivator when it's the only possible motivator here. I mean, it's not enough. The left is trying to claim now that it's because this guy was an internalized, self-hating homosexual. Okay, there are plenty of people across America who are internalized, self-hating homosexuals who don't go to gay bars and blow away 49 people. There are plenty of, there are 300 million guns in America and 100 million gun owners. And pretty much no one, as far as I know, has gone to a gay bar and blown away 49 people. So, you know, there's, there's another factor here they want to ignore, but because they ignore and because they, they cannot afford to recognize the relevance of religious ideology and ideology generally and why people behave the way they do, because it undercuts their solutions, they're, they're relegated to these, these self-defeating idiotic arguments about how it's the gun or it's about how it's Christian conservatives or it's the NRA. They, they just can't acknowledge the truth here because it destroys their entire worldview. 
Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. 